Welcome to the Knowledge Entrepreneurs Show, where we celebrate the innovators driving change in the education industry. At Edison OS, we've worked with over 500 knowledge entrepreneurs to turn their edtech ideas into profitable businesses. In today's episode of the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show, we have Tanya Isa, a seasoned entrepreneur with over 13 years of experience. She's the founder of Kit SF, a San Francisco-based company that specializes in recruiting top talents for on-site job openings. Tanya also serves as the CEO of My English Kit, an e-assistant and accelerator offering 0 to 1 visa assistance for talents. In addition to her ventures, Tanya is the founder of Trinity in Kyiv, Ukraine, where she provides professional preparation for job interviews and behavioral interviews for Mang with expert guidance from Mang professionals. Trinity also offers comprehensive preparation for a wide range of international exams. With a wealth of experience and expertise, Tanya Isa is dedicated to empowering individuals and companies alike to achieve their goals and excel in their respective fields. Hi, Tanya. Good morning. Welcome to the Knowledge Entrepreneur Show. Thank you so much for taking your time out to join me here on this podcast. Hi, hi, uh, Jack. Uh, thank you so much for having me today. Happy to meet you. It's my pleasure. Before we uh, jump into the podcast, if we can start off with your journey, Tanya, uh, your journey into entrepreneurship and, you know, anything that you'd want to share, that'll be a good start. Yeah, sure. Uh, thank you. So, uh, I'm a serial entrepreneur uh, with uh, over 12 years of experience. Uh, originally, I'm from Eastern Europe, and now I live in California, uh, in San Francisco. And um, in fact, I'm the founder and the CEO of Trinity Education Group. This is a Ukrainian company, and uh, I'm the founder and the CEO uh, of KTSF. It's a San Francisco-based company uh, that works, uh, operates uh, on Indian market and the US market simultaneously. Uh, well, um, so um, uh, I have, as I mentioned, like 20, 12 years of my experience in entrepreneurship. Uh, talking about the Ukrainian company, we are quite big. We had more than 22,000 clients. Uh, we provide service for students. We help them to enroll into um, university, like U.S. universities and universities in Europe. Um, like a couple of months ago, one of our students in uh, have, has successfully enrolled into Harvard. Um, wow. Now, yeah, that's um, actually we 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 have tons of students who enrolled into Columbia. University of Pennsylvania, University of Toronto, um, London School of Business, and so on and so forth. And now we are partnering with the Columbia University as well, um, and with U Ukraine Children's Action Protection um, and other U.S. Uh, organizations. Um, well, in, in general, we help we'll help people to prepare for international exams. American one like TOEFL, you know, right. GMAT, GRE, and the Cambridge exams like IELTS uh, and CCP, there are a bunch of them. Yeah. Well, talking about uh, as a second business, like the second business is Kita Self. 
it's quite interesting if it's uh, interesting enough because it's interesting enough because it works on in India. Uh, we wow. have Indian uh, IT specialist. I'm, I'm I'm talking about highly professional, highly qualified people right. in IT field, um, like machine learning engineers or senior software engineers mm-hmm. uh, who live in India. Right. work in India with the income, let's say, 80K per year and up to um, um, 150, I guess, the maximum was 150K. Wow. Yeah, so they are well-paid specialists, they well uh, professionals, talents. So we find them and uh, we provide them a service of... Um, obtaining a talent visa, U.S. talent visa, mm. and find a job in Silicon Valley companies. Um, and just for information, so uh, we help people to double or triple their salaries. So let alone they move to the U.S., uh, like also they just uh, uh, double their income and uh, have a new lease of life in the United States. Wow, that's awesome. And I believe this is only with respect to uh, tech skills, right? Or does it also include all roles within the tech industry? Like, does it also include sales and marketing, product uh, marketing? Does it also involve these roles? Well, everybody can apply for the talent visa in the U.S., Actually, this visa is based on achievements, like professional achievements, not on educational ones. So uh, I guess um, if the person has enough achievements right now, so um, there is a possibility to get the talent visa in three months, in five months. So if not, if not, if there are no achievements like judgment or any other, it's just not, it's just not marketing or speech, but still just for information. Um, because I know that in India, I spoke to like thousands of people from India. They right. are unaware of this opportunity. They don't yeah. know about this opportunity. So within one year, we had such cases, successful cases, so within one year, the, the individual, the talent, can collect all necessary documents for the visa and apply, and yeah, and successfully apply. Um, and actually, this is one of the best ways to uh, to get a job in the US, like, and to, to to live and work in the US because this visa has no quotas. Um, and uh, the approval rate is 94, 96%, the success, success rate. So, wow. Yeah. You mean to say uh, for every 100 uh, applicants, 94, 95 of them get through? Yes, yes, that's correct. But uh, there is a, a one peculiar thing that in order to apply for this visa, you have to go through the complicated uh, process of up, of collecting documents, so right. it's just too uh, it's too complicated to uh, create a package of documents. But then, um, 
almost all people get the approval. Got all it. Applicants. You you uh, spoke about achievements, right? Mm-hmm. What are these achievements? Oh uh, well, um, are you, are you, do you mean uh, are you are you asking about the talent visa? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, um, so most of our listeners like uh, can Google that. Um, there are eight criteria. It's about judgment, being a judge, to have publications and media, having a high salary, um, gathering. A lots of recommendation letters from uh, people who have a critical role in the organization and also um, some achievements that prove uh, the candidates impact on the f- in the field like like uh, right it's it's all the it. information yeah Got they, it. they may read that actually <laughs> got it Tanya thank you um Let's let's go back to your uh, first company, right? The Trinity Education part. Could you uh, share with us the story of uh, how you started the company? Because uh, you've had twelve years of experience. You have twelve thousand plus students that have uh, you know come to you. Uh, so how was the beginning? How did you start off? Mm-hmm. Well, it was a long time ago, twelve years ago. Um, it was the the eve of uh, Ukraine. Well, um, um, I just decided to start a new lease of life, um, and uh, actually, um, uh, in my opinion, being an entrepreneur, it's just it's kind of a way of life. So right. it's uh, it's like you decide uh, to become an entrepreneur. As uh, maybe you watched this movie, The Matrix, uh, you know, from yeah. Hollywood, when the main character, the Neo, like Neo, uh, chose the pill uh, and decided to see a real world outside the Matrix. So, right. being an entrepreneur is it's the same. Right. Um, so you, you you just choose another way of life. You choose freedom and at the same time uncertainty, challenges. Um, and uh, like lots of difficulties that you will face. Uh, so yeah, I just decided to step in uh, on a new way, new road. Got it. So uh, while you started this company, you were in Ukraine or were you in California back then? Twelve years ago, I lived in Ukraine, yes. Okay. Um, yeah, and I started my first company in Ukraine. Just right. um, made um, on Ukraine. Um, this is the country of post-Soviet countries. Um, right. And uh, just for the information that um, thirty years ago in Ukraine, the entrepreneurship was forbidden. It was illegal. So you, wow. uh, the person can could go to a jail. For okay. for being entrepreneur, well, that's why main, most of people didn't have enough knowledge about how to become entrepreneurs and right. what what it looks like. Yes, right. Got it. Uh, 
so 12 years back when you started trinity education um you know who helped you i mean like what are the knowledge or what are the things that you had to undergo to acquire the knowledge needed for entrepreneurship yourself and um being a first generation entrepreneur you must have you know come across many challenges so what were those challenges how did you overcome them can you share a little bit about these things oh yeah <laughs> during the early stages of my entrepreneurship i encountered like lots of challenges uh, but these challenges just determined my resilience and um perseverance and and etc so first of all um, i faced the as i mentioned uh, lack of knowledge about entrepreneurship about the market about sales and other crucial aspects uh, of running business especially in ukraine right well uh, secondly i faced uh, the absence of mentors because i think that having a mentor or advisor it's called an ad Um, in in the US it's quite popular to have an advisor in a startup in the company so i the advisor the person who guides you and this right. person is from your field who is an expert in your field and this person gets equity of your company and also is uh, interested in in scaling and growing your company as well as as you being a founder right. being a founder Well, this lack of guidance uh, made my route made my way difficult. Right. Um well, sometimes the lack of focus, you know, some people at the early stage they just uh, trying to do everything and uh, uh just to create something big. You you cannot create a Ferrari if you you just start with a small car or <laughs> um so it's just like like baby steps right um and one more thing that uh every entrepreneur has to know that there is a venture model uh business model so uh do not bootstrap do, do not create a lifestyle business try to um create a big company that will scale so try to raise funds and uh, uh as you know this y combinator um accelerator yeah. y combinator startup school teaches us that once you have an idea uh just start fundraising start raising funds and find your first investor and the second one and so on and so forth wow okay um so uh, you did not have an advisor when you started off you started off as a bootstrapped company is that correct yes correct absolutely okay that, that was my mistake <laughs> but i didn't know about these opportunities actually i found out these opportunities right after i moved to the us so this right. local knowledge in silicon valley um in san francisco um help me to understand uh what i did wrong so kit sf you started with this knowledge so it is a funded company um uh, yes yeah yeah you're absolutely right we started it um uh, more than one year ago in san francisco 
um, we copied the model from very uh, famous school, maybe you know Lambda School. Uh, I know the founder of this school in person. Uh, they raised about uh, 123 million, I guess, dollars. Uh, and they teach, like they mentor, they guide local specialists. And they, right. they, they help them to find a job in the U.S. Okay. And, yeah. And our business model is a bit, a bit different. We help overseas talents to find a job in the U.S. Got it, Tanya. Um, mm-hmm. I just have another angle to your situation in Ukraine, right? You said... Uh, 30 years back, entrepreneurship was illegal in Ukraine. Uh, mm-hmm. 12 years back when you started, uh, was that did that play to your advantage? Because you did you have competition or did you not have competition? Were there any plus points because of that? Uh, well, yeah, 12 years ago, there was a competition, but not okay. so high as like five like five years ago. So it right. became more, uh, the market became more and more competitive. But right. this is a Eastern Europe market. It's small market. Let's see how many people live uh, in India, for example. 1.3 billion people. In Ukraine, it's around 40 million million people and again unfortunately due to the war like about seven or eight million people just abandoned ukraine so they left ukraine right um well yeah you're absolutely right the competition uh, um, became uh, more tough but still the market is too small europe is a small market the biggest market in the world uh, i guess i mean what there are several big big markets. Uh, US, right. the, the U.S. market, right. Indian market. Right. Um, well, China is is good market, but yeah, I guess the the United States is the biggest one. That's why we switched to the U.S. as a, a demand market, um, mm-hmm. and the the Indian market is a supply market. Um, there are lots of cool people in India um, and uh, I had a um, chance to spoke with them to speak with them um, and I'm really happy to meet them got it Tanya Tanya so uh, when you started off uh, Trinity education right mm-hmm. um, the aim of the company was to help people in Ukraine to uh, take international exams is that correct Correct, yes. Like IELTS and TOEFL, all English certificate-related exams, and maybe you said GMAT also. Yeah, GMAT, GRE, so it's uh, for obtaining MBA, for example, in Stanford. Right. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So uh, how did so you said you wanted to become an entrepreneur. That's correct. That's okay. That's understood. But uh, there are so many things you can choose in entrepreneurship. How did you come to choose English or international exam business? Oh, well, I was studying English, uh, learning English at that time. Right. Um, and uh, I decided why not to uh, to do something that is mine. 
so to start my own business. Uh, I was passionate, like English was my passion at that time. Unfortunately, in Ukraine, people like 30 years ago uh, or 20 years ago uh, didn't have an opportunity to learn English. Now, Ukraine is more into English. Um, Ukraine receives grants and lots of financial support in order to enrich people with English language. But 20 years ago, there was no, you know, the, the YouTube was not developed, you know, there was, there was no Facebook or something. So people speak their language. Um, and um, we, we, we spoke uh, Ukrainian and we spoke Russian. And uh, now Ukraine speak, uh, speaks Ukrainian only. Um, well, so that was a decision. Why not to start this and yeah, to develop this field. Got it. Uh, so you started off as a trainer or a teacher yourself. You started teaching English yourself. Um, um, well, it was at the beginning, but then I understood that um, being the CEO um, is not do not does not include um, being a teacher. So you just have lots of managerial work, and you have to be. To create a strategy for the company, not to um, to do the work that your employees can do. Got so it. Got it. Done. Mm-hmm. Got it. So uh, after you moved to the U.S., you're managing your company sitting in the U.S. Is that correct? Yes, I live in San Francisco right now. And you are uh, managing the company from San Francisco, being a remote doing remote work absolutely because remote work is quite popular right now and it's pretty comfortable so Got it's it. is it any uh, difficult compared to uh, in-person work uh, you think are you still able to manage everything well do you see the need to go down to ukraine sometimes to manage your business or are you just doing fine sitting in san francisco uh, honestly, I'm uh, pretty comfortable uh, being and living in San Francisco. And in Ukraine, I do have a, a CEO and my re- my representative. Right. Um, so I see no difficulties in running business remotely. Got it, Tanya. Uh, coming to uh, Kit SF. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, you started, you know, uh, you said one of the things that you learned from Y Combinator is that the moment you have an idea, go and raise the funding. Mm-hmm. Do not do any work bootstrapped. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, how easy or difficult was it for you to raise funds for Kit SF? Um, well, this is a challenging task, actually. It's really difficult, especially when you do it the first time ever in your life. Um, You don't know the strategy and um, you hear a lot of no from investors. Um, Of course, you have to master your pitch deck and your pitch um, and uh, to, to create a right strategy, how to reach out to people 
and how to um, um, to do, uh, to invite them to the like to the call or invite to grab some coffee in San Francisco, for example. That is pretty common here. Right. Well, but it's possible. Just um, bear in mind that it's possible, and you can do it. And don't give up. <laughs> Got it. And uh, Kit SF, when you started, uh, were you the only founder, or did you have co-founders? Uh, I have a co-founder at Kit SF. Um, you know, um, most of accelerators um, they praise when I mean they they love when you have a co-founder uh, because solo founders can burn out uh, very fast. When you have two people, or two co-founders or three co-founders, it's more secure and you generate more ideas. And also, you just uh, divide your responsibilities. Right. One of the founders can be a technical guy. Another one can be uh, into sales, like me, for example. I'm, I'm, my field of responsibility is network and sales. Great. And um, did you find a co-founder after you got the idea? Or uh, both of you had this idea while discussing? Uh, we met each other, and then we decided to launch a startup. Uh, but that was uh, launching KitSF. Uh, this is this was the idea of my co-founder. Okay. Um, yeah, because he had it's he he had ex- uh, some professional experience in in this direction. So uh, this is his fifth, I guess, company. Um, so he, he has more knowledge and experience rather than me. Got it, Tanya. And, uh, you said, you know, your role is into, uh, sales and, mm-hmm. uh, sales is something that most entrepreneurs, the skill sets are lacked, uh, somehow. So, uh, were you, uh, a natural in sales or did you have to pick up a lot of skills in sales? How was it for you? I had to pick uh, all these skills, of course, just uh, by a series of uh, mistakes and um, trials. I mean, I just try, keep try, kept trying to do sales and finally I succeeded. Uh, so I just uh, never gave up and, um, I I always knew that sales is the initial step in building company. Uh, so first of all, you should uh, do sales and then build a product. Most of the founders make this mistake. They build some product. Uh, they spend uh, hours or months on uh, creating, for example, an application. And then, and after that, they started selling that. Um, and unfortunately, they find out that nobody wants their product. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, when you had the idea of Kit SF, you must have mm-hmm. also, you know, gone to sell first before putting any more effort on the product or service itself to validate if the idea is, you know, working. But you also said you uh, got an inspiration from another company, Lambda. 
I'm not wrong, right? So um, did you confidently go into market seeing their success or did you do your validation uh, despite seeing their success? Oh, well, we went to the market and we did a lot of testings. I mean, we did lots of, um, uh, you know, customer development calls and interviews and I tried to sell, um, I, I tried to sell, um, you know, the consultant uh, consultations. Then we uh, tested the idea of selling um, online courses. Um, well, so how to obtain a U.S. visa. Ah, right, and, right, right. And then we came to a wonderful idea. Um, to uh, sign a partnership, like sign lots of partnership agreements with uh, Indian representatives. So the, the people who own their recruiting agencies, uh, who are entrepreneurs uh, by themselves. So I just reached out to them and uh, um, offered them a quite um, promising partnership on, on commission commission based partnership and that's how we started uh, obtaining first customers um, and uh, just get getting first payment Great. Uh, so, yeah we spent about one year on testing it was a long process <laughs> got it got it Tanya you said you know uh, you 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 had to pick up skills for uh, sales and then you learned on the go. Uh, what are some of the things that you learned? Uh, what are some of the things that one must not do in sales? Mm. Uh, it's, um, I think it's, again, it's my personal opinion. Of course. <laughs> uh, when you do sales, just do not sell directly. I mean, first of all, uh, the sales professional have, has to understand who is who is that person that in front of the salesperson. I mean, right. just ask questions, understand the situation, understand the pain, the, uh, the values of, of your client, and right after that, start uh, offering something. I guess this is the big mistake uh, to sell something without knowing your audience and the, the person you talk to. Got it, got it, Tanya. Uh, you know, you've been in entrepreneurship for 12 years now. Uh, you, I'm sure you've had your ups and downs. Uh, but as an entrepreneur, what do you consider as your greatest uh, achievement or successful moment? Mm. Well, there are lots of them. <laughs> please, please share, yeah. <laughs> well, one of them, maybe uh, I understand people well. I mean, uh, as I conducted more, over 10,000 job interviews with the future candidates, I just, um, you know, the people became, became transparent for me. I see them. <laughs> uh, but in fact, and honestly, honestly, like frankly speaking, I think that my biggest achievement uh, is the understanding that uh, 
I, I have to do business, to run business on, on the big market. So again, this is the most common mistakes uh, for founders. They choose a tiny market to develop their product and launch mm. their business. Okay. Uh, big market, this is, uh, leads to a big, um, uh, huge income. So you will, you know that you may spend like uh, one, uh, 10,000 hours on bootstrapping and 10,000 hours on scaling your uh, startup uh, in, a big mark, in a big market and the income will be quite different. So maybe you should go to a big market uh, initially <laughs> and start with a big challenge right now. Got it. Um, and uh, you said, you know, you've spoken to 10,000 people from India. You know people very well. They're pretty much transparent to you. What is the, what are the things that you know now before you even talk to somebody? Most of the things that is most commonly known, what, what are those things about people that you've learned? I'm curious oh. to know as an Indian. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, all people are so different. Um, I guess what I know, um, you know, when I'm talking, when I'm talking to Indian people, I know that they, res uh, they love respect, um, uh, and, uh, the way I'm, I'm honest with them, um, uh, in the U.S., there is an institute of reputation. It's crucial to be uh, to be honest and uh, never. Uh, it's crucial not to cheat, because uh, in the U.S., for um, um, if you are a liar, you can go to jail. Just to, if you lie in front of the court, so you can go to to jail. Right. So I think that um, being an honest with people, keep my promises, um, never cheating, and uh, again being transparent. That's um, that what attracts uh, other people, um, and um, yeah, that's my way of life and way of doing business. Um, and your question was about what what was. What is no, I, I, I just wanted to know generally, you know, after talking to uh, 10,000 people, what is one common thing that is that's visible, you know, to you when you what's that common thing that you've learned? Okay, you know what? This is one thing that everybody wants, or this is one trait that everybody has, something like that. Well, it depends. It was rather this is a job interview or sales call, it depends. I uh, I don't see uh, um, any specific like features. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. No problem, Tanya. Uh, Tanya, uh, in your uh, domain, right, in your field of expertise, uh, how do you differentiate yourself from the other players uh, similar to Kit SF? Oh, uh, well, we um, we work on. Uh, on the biggest market in the world, in India. Right. Um, and and uh, our demand market is the United States market. 
right. again, the biggest market in the world. Um, well, I guess uh, we are a monopoly right now. I don't know. Um, I haven't. Um, I haven't met any other company who works uh, on the same basis. Um, so yeah, wow. I guess this is our key uh, factor, and that's what differentiates us from others. Uh, with the second f- f- factor, I just memorized. Uh, we invest in people. I guess um, um, that it's crucial because we uh, find people who are quite promising, invest our money in these people, help them with uh, um, documentation and relocation, right. and then these people just pay off for our result, um, the success fee. Got it, got it, Tanya. Uh, and uh, again, you know, just like your uh, successful moments or your achievements, you must have had some of your failures also in your 12 years of journey. Uh, what was your biggest failure? What do you see as a biggest setback? And uh, how did you come out of it? Mm-hmm. Well, this is a nice question. Thank you so much. Um, I think my... Uh, that my biggest failure was um, starting a lifestyle business, uh, like bootstrapping, uh, because every lifestyle business has the beginning and the end. So sooner or sooner, uh, it it will die soon. It's inevitable process. Right. Um, And due to the military conflict in Ukraine, the business was on the verge of uh, death. Um, in so when you when you say this lifestyle business, what business was it? Lifestyle business uh, is the business when uh, you just um, the, the only kitchen you don't you do not ra- raise funds. <laughs> so Got it. Um, you spend Got your it. own money. Okay, that's what you mean by lifestyle business. Got it, got it, got it. Okay, yeah. yeah. So you said uh, lifestyle business in Ukraine during the military conflicts was almost about shut down. Uh, yes, yeah. But um, I managed to um, keep it alive, but that was just too much work. To keep it alive. You mean the Trinity education. That's what you're referring to. Yes, yeah, Trinity. I'm talking about Trinity. Got it. Okay, so you're saying uh, bootstrapping any business is the was your biggest mistake, and uh, you managed to come out of it. Got it. Got it, yeah. Tanya. That's very interesting. And uh, is there any specific practices that you do? I mean, like, how do you keep yourself? You said you know you were resilient, you you persevered, and all that, right? Uh, did it just happen like that uh, as a person or did you take any special uh, coaching or trainings? <laughs> I, I, no, I do not. T- I'm not taking any coaching or trainings. Um, I just have a vice co-founder, maybe support of my family. And mm-hmm. I keep some strategies like uh, trying to keep a lifestyle, like, you know, work-life uh, balance. 
like exercising, enough, uh, having enough sleep. Uh, but uh, talking about work, uh, um, you know, at the, uh, in the morning, every time I create a list of uh, my activities for the day, like to-do list, I decide w- uh, what things to delegate. So the more I delegate, the more time I have for um, creating new strategies and thinking what should I do as a next right. step. Right. Got it. And um, has there been, you know, any mentors or books that have had a significant impact on your personal and professional growth? Um, yeah. So we, uh, for example, in Ukraine, I had a mentor uh, okay. as a person. Uh, in the US, we have uh, four advisors for mentors mm-hmm. which we can like we consult them every week or every month it depends uh, on the advisory agreement right and uh, if um, uh, so about the movies and books uh, you know it's upon um, the interest but still my favorite book is uh, uh, it's the black swan it's nothing the author nothing yeah uh, and my and my favorite movie ever is uh, uh, the movie uh, The Pursuit of Happiness with uh, oh, right. Will Smith. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, the uh, the events are taking like, took place in San Francisco, so you can see a San Francisco view. Yeah, uh, right. Uh, and this is the movie about the perseverance and miracle that can happen. In San Francisco, actually, because the United States is the country of miracles. So if you work hard, if you play a big game, um, if you strive enough, so you will you will get this so so called American dream. So you may have it. Got it. And uh, probably my final question to you would be. What qualities, you know, given that you've had 12 years of experience for somebody who's starting out as an aspiring entrepreneur, what qualities do you think one must possess uh, or, you know, to build, to succeed as an entrepreneur? Um, Just uh, tolerate. If you want to to become an entrepreneur, just remember this. Uh, well, being an entrepreneur, you will have to tolerate uncertainty and deal with uncertainty. Uh, you will make lots of mistakes, and this is fine. And it's absolutely fine. The more mistakes you make, the more knowledge you gain. And just do it. <laughs> Don't sit on the couch. Just do it. <laughs> Got it, Tanya. Tanya, uh, just final questions. You know, I I saw that you are writing a couple of books. Uh, you've written two books already, but two books are in progress. Is that correct? Uh, the yes. one book, uh, one book is called "Dark Side of IT in India." Uh, do you do you simply do you just want to uh, give a trailer? You know, what is the book going to be about? I can't really wait for the book. Um, <laughs> well, this is a bunch of stories about uh, IT people in, uh, who live in India, like young IT um, talents 
uh, who persevered and strive for better life lives. Uh, so they are from poor families, and uh, this, these are the stories about their achievements and about their ways to the top of the IT industry. But it's still in progress. <laughs> I'm writing it. The, and the other book is the, the Planet India. I Planet just, India, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just based on my personal knowledge uh, of uh, communication. Like I communicated with uh, Indian specialists a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just designed my own strategy how to to create successful negotiation communication uh, with Indian partners. Um, so it's kind of um, um, about the Indian culture and business communication in India. <laughs> so Got it. yeah, it's still in progress too. And uh, the young IT people uh, you're talking about in dark side of IT in India, have they made it to the US? Have they got the talent visa? Oh, um, no, they stayed in the in, in India. <laughs> but oh, wow. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but thank you for the idea, actually. And um, have you visited India anytime? Um, unfortunately, I haven't visited, but it's in my bucket list. <laughs> I visited Sri Lanka, Thailand, uh, and my co-founder visited China, like lived in China and visited China, but it's all around India. <laughs> no, I, I haven't been to India yet. Got it, Tanya. Thank you so much, Tanya. Uh, it was a pleasure talking to you. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out. Thank you so much. This podcast is brought to you by Edison OS a no-code edtech platform to operate an online education business. Knowledge entrepreneurs can use Edison OS to sell online courses from their own websites, manage online masterclasses, launch mobile learning apps, sell online practice tests for competitive exams, run online learning communities, digitizing their offline tutoring business, use it as a learning management system, and a lot more cases in the domain of knowledge commerce.